everybody. We're here. It's time wow. for a brand new episode of Final Checkpoint. This is episode number 46. I'm so excited. Each and every week, we react to some of the latest video game news and talk about games we're playing. My name is Joel. And I'm Ben. And you can find new and old episodes of this podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, and thegamefanatics.com. And maybe coming soon to YouTube, we're trying it, trying some recording to be able to export it to YouTube. So I'll let you guys know how that goes, maybe my next episode. But I wanted to kind of intro this episode a little differently. I can tell. You know? Yeah. I kind of get a little uh, bored of my normal intro. It feels very, like, robotic and very, like, eh. Plus, it's like, you know, if we put this up Wednesdays, it's like the middle of the week. Maybe people don't want that high energy. Maybe people are like, I'm, I'm, I need to kind of when, like turn no. it down. When have you know? we ever had high energy? I sometimes come in way too hot. It, it should be. Now, I feel like uh, it's just so floaty and airy over there. I know. I don't know, man. It's uh. We don't know what kind of energy people are looking for, so I figured I might as well, like, mm. just try it. Try a know? bunch of different energies. Maybe, yeah. like, every... We'll set a timer. Every five minutes, we'll just change to another vibe. We'll <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> ben, how, uh, how was your weekend? Um, I don't know. There's nothing, nothing happens anymore, so... Um, oh. I, honestly, I knew you were going to ask this, so I was trying to remember... What happened this last week? I don't think anything. I don't think literally anything happened to me this last week. I couldn't tell you a damn thing. Yeah. Uh, so there. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> I hope you did something. Um, <laughs> I did. So we, uh, because like my three kids and then my nephew and niece have not had a chance to really have like a birthday party, but we've all just been around each other so much that we're like, well, I think we're okay if we just have a little like combined birthday party. Mm -hmm. We decided to have a birthday party. So, um, for all the kids all together. Cool. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad, but we decided to have it at our house, which we've been slowly like taking care of our backyard here and there. So, um, I spent the whole week kind of like, doing that in pieces and shifts you know because it's getting so damn hot that you don't want to be out there too long because then you just fry out there yeah you got to get up before like at like six to do yard work which yeah which i'm not gonna do because i also have to like <laughs> work throughout the day so by the time i'm off of work i'm like okay i can you know i could do some stuff no big deal um but yeah so then we had the birthday parties on saturday which was fun pretty good day um and then I just haven't, like, had the time to really play much, which was kind of, like, upsetting. But I had plenty of time to think about what our topic is going to be. Oh, which I'm that excited. was good. That was good. Good little transition. Yeah. So, Ben, what is our topic this week? Oh, hold on. I think we got to change vibes. <laughs> I don't know how I've, to do that. I'm enjoying it already. I was like, okay, I'm going to roll this dice, and whatever it lands on, that'll be the vibe. Uh, <laughs> I don't have, I don't have, I don't think I own dice. No? Uh, I probably have some board game somewhere that has dice in it, but. Monopoly. I have Spongebob Monopoly. I don't think here, I think my, my parents' place. <laughs> 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 I 
Anyway, the topic of the show is our games of the year so far. I figured this is a nice week of God nothing at all. So let's yeah. let's do that before Xbox goes crazy and all this other shenanigans happen. We can kind of go over the first half of the year as we get into the second half, which is I feel like, and you brought this up before we we started. There's it just feels like the second half of the year is shrouded in so much mystery still. Yeah. Definitely. We'll see. Well, hopefully Xbox kind of will reveal a little bit more about that. Um, While while we're while we're on the topic, I did um, want to get your opinion. I I watched the kind of funny's new um, Xbox game uh, gaming podcast game kind of funny X X cast game cast. No, no X cast X cast. I think. Yeah. I like that. That was pretty good. I'm excited that uh, you know, as as someone who's kind of like new to the Xbox like environment, mm-hmm. um, I enjoyed their like what they're thinking of. You know that they they might see and also what they want to see, and listening to that and hearing like how much they love certain franchises and what they're excited to see, it made me want to go and play like Halo and Gears and stuff, and so. I've been thinking a lot about that, and so I just, uh, I really appreciated that, that podcast. I wasn't sure going in if I was going to like it or not, but I actually ended up really enjoying it. Yeah, I like it. I'm still, I think I have, like, half an hour left of it, because it was actually the last thing I'm listening to. Yeah. Um, But I like it. I've always liked Xbox. There's just something different about it. It's not necessarily better (laughs) than Sony or Nintendo, but it's different and i i really appreciate that plus i'm a long time uh rare fan from way back always hoping always hoping for rare to to, you know come back please yeah i've been uh they they talked a lot about um rare and sea of thieves for example and it made me i've had sea sea of thieves downloaded and i tried it by myself and i was like ah you know it's okay i'm not really sure what i'm doing I really want to try playing that game with some friends. So I really think hmm. me and you and Logan should get in there and try some stuff. Logan and I played it uh, when it came out uh, together a little bit and had a good time with it. It just felt like there was no, at the time, three yeah. years ago, there was no goal. Like there was no, uh, you know, destroy five ships and then you get a funny hat. Like, it, it didn't have anything like that. It was just stuff that was all there and you'd go and get coins and I don't even remember what you unlocked with it. I, so I, I, from what I understand though, that's all changed and fixed. So I'd be down. Yeah. Let's, let's uh, go on the high seas, I suppose. Yeah. I'm, I'm down to try it. Might as well. I got game pass. That's true. Might as well. I do. I do have mm-hmm. game pass. Yeah. Damn right. You do. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, um, what was the next thing you wanted to go over? I don't know, man. I, why is it my stuff to go over? I thought we were doing the game of the year. We well, did, but you had, you had one more thing on the list that I was very interested in before we went really into the big, oh, chunky the, part I, of, the, of the sandwich here. Sure, sure, sure. I figured that was spoilery, though. Hmm. It is kind of spoilery. Maybe we'll save it. Okay, so we'll save it for the end. There's some... Okay. I'm assuming it's Last of Us 2, because I'm like, Abby... Yeah, it's Last of Us 2, really. Okay, cool. We nice. talked about it briefly before the show last week. Um, 
So maybe there might be five minutes of spoiler talk at the end of this for Last of Us 2. Okay, we'll give everybody fair warning. So, yeah. of course, if... Uh, you got 45 minutes to get ready. Yeah, good, <laughs> good luck. Good, good luck, luck remembering. Luck. Yeah. All right, Ben, I'm excited. Um, mm-hmm. I've been really... It, you know, at first I was like, man, did I really play many games this year? And once I went through the list, I was like, oh, yeah, I did. I played a lot of new games this year. Um, I just didn't finish many of them. <laughs> Okay. the conclusion I came to, but um, I'm excited to talk about our favorite games of 2020 so far. Um, the year has been awful. Um, <laughs> when, you said, when you said 2020, I was like, Joel, that's the wrong year. It's not... Tw- Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been that awful of a year. Um, you know, we're a little more than halfway through it now, and yeah. I, th- I think for the most part, the biggest... Some of the biggest games have come out already, and you know, it almost feels like there's just a desert before we really see more big titles come out, like Assassin's Creed Valhalla and, you know, the new consoles start arriving. So I think this is actually the perfect time to go over um, and take a look back at the games that came out in 2020, yes. go over our favorite ones. Um, so I'm assuming we're going to start from number five, go down, we'll go switch off. Yeah, I have Ooh. a few I'd shout out after the fact, I guess. Yeah, yeah, a few, uh, like, uh, honorable mentions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that idea. So, if you like, I can start, if you want. Sure. I, yeah. I guess if, if any of us have duplicates, I will both talk about it at the same time. Okay. I, I'm um, assuming, I would say, three of the games on this list we have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. I'm pretty sure, too. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure. Um, my number five... So I guess we'll go top five here. Uh, my number five, I put Gears Tactics. Oh, cool. Yeah. As as someone who's not, I'm not huge on Gears because I haven't really played through a lot of them, but now I have this itch to go back and play them. Um, I really love Gears Tactics. It, it really just is a fun, you know, XCOM type uh, strategy game that um, I've really just enjoyed playing. I mean, it's, it, I've been slowly kind of making my way through it, but I... I enjoy my time with it every time I play it, and I, I think it's just such a, I don't know, just like, there's just something unique about it that I really like. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. because it, though, like, XCOM was always really cool, but I love how it feels when you're shooting in Gears Tactics, and it's just ripping the locusts apart. Like, I mean, there's body parts and pieces of them just flying off as you're shooting them, and it just, you can feel it like in the game it's it's uh it's pretty cool and i just like the idea of like you throughout the the actual like matches or the i guess the scenarios you're grabbing like loop kind of loot boxes but i guess like loot in a way and you open it at the end of the of the mission and then those pieces you can use to kind of like upgrade or customize your character to give them better stats things like that and it just makes it fun to kind of like mix and match. You know, I want this sniper to have way better crit and accuracy. And I want this, you know, person that has a shotgun to have a lot better, like, um, hunker down stats and a lot more defense because they have to get up in personal. So you want them to be a little more guarded, but they just, I think they did some really smart things with it. And I'm just hoping we get either some DLC for it and I'm not even done with it, but I'm just hoping there's just more because I don't want it to end. That's Hoping really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to... I don't know when I'll get back to that game, but I do I do intend on it, for sure, this year. 
Yeah, they came out. It came out around the same time as a uh, XCOM Chimera. God, why am I having such a hard time with it? Yeah, XCOM Chimera Squad. Um, so, and I know you played that first, so it was hard to really kind of go from XCOM to Gears. Where I, yeah, I think I played Gears first, and then I went to XCOM, and I was like, ah, I'm gonna stick with. <laughs> I gotta stick with one. Right, I you definitely do. Yeah. Uh, well, well, speaking of XCOM, my number five game is XCOM Chimera Squad. <gasps> what? <laughs> Even the <laughs> tactics going on. Uh, yeah, I mean, I love the XCOM games, and this one made it such a nice bite-sized little package where it's kind of, because of the little bit I played of Gears Tactics, it's almost the opposite, because in that game you do run around a lot and traverse a lot of of landscape i suppose but in this it's breach the room clear the room go to the next room and i i really liked that it didn't it didn't feel smaller in the way of like oh this is a mobile version of of this nonsense it just felt like they cut out all the fat yeah of it and left you with the raw tactics of positioning your units and dealing with all their different abilities and and all of that i i Super enjoyed it. There's tons to do with the map screen and kind of, what well, do I upgrade this? And do I, what if I put that person into training for more HP, but then they're not in the battlefield for two turns? And min-maxing all of that was such a delight. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the game. It made me appreciate so much of, of strategy games, I, especially after Fire Emblem, which was the last big strategy game. Like, this was so much more strategy and I, and I love that no no shade against fire emblem it's just yeah it's not as strategical overall true 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 especially with the rewind um yeah ability rewind, in that game it kind of took that it took that out of that a lot i, mean, I think like this this game especially since it pairs it down to four units it's so much like what do i do with this person how do i send that person in Okay, that guy's going to go in two turns, so let me move that one, throw a grenade here, and I loved all the weird rules that it had, like, oh, you can shoot twice with this guy and then move, but only if you move first. And if you throw an item, an item doesn't count as a move, so I, I love dumb shit rules like that, where it's yeah. just complicated for no reason, but it's not too complicated that you don't know what's happening, and it all felt very clearly uh, displayed, so it wasn't confusing that way, it was just you had a lot of options at any given point super super love that game and i hope by the end of the year i remember uh, i remember anything about it besides the fact that i liked it because it already feels like i played it seven years ago (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately yeah 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 it definitely goes by um pretty quick (laughs) this year (laughs) cool all right on to the next one my number Mm -hmm. four is Riot's new shooter, Valorant. Uh, Valorant, I've talked about it many times on this uh, podcast. I just uh, really enjoy it. It's kind of like CSGO, but with uh, abilities, I guess. Kind of like Mm -hmm. Overwatch, in a way. But um, I just think that it's a really smart shooter. I think they did a really good job finding a way to, I guess, put a a, really cool spin on that structure of a game. And... I just really enjoy like how how smooth and refined it is because it does really feel good to shoot somebody in that game, and like it, it it's I it's hard to really explain it, but like they 
they just made the characters have unique abilities that make it fun to play and so it's it's uh it's just something that you know i've i haven't gone back to it in a little bit but i want to go back to playing more valorant it's just uh i think i've been like in i, I kind of went from last of us 2 to like that small little rut in between to like playing a ton of games to now back into like this weird rut where I don't feel like playing certain things and Valorant kind of got caught up in that, but I still really, really love that game. I think it's such a good shooter. I still need more people to play with. Can't stress that enough. Mm. Come on people. If it was not seven hour long matches, uh, maybe something like that. (laughs) Can you imagine a first person shooter that had seven hour matches? I know, right? <laughs> like a WoW raid. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, I'll do my number four, which is Animal Crossing. Hey! Hey! That's Woo! that's actually my number three. Wow! <laughs> Whoa, surprise! Perfect. Um, I know this is now the point where it's all gonna be the same. Uh, Animal Crossing is. I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to make my top five for the year overall. But damn if it isn't trying hard. <laughs> it's, yeah. I, it's, I, I must have missed two days since it's come out where I didn't at least turn it on to dig a hole or some shit. Uh, it, it, it's, it's just so nice to co- have a world to go into and do your little garbage and <laughs> plant nonsense, find fossils and catch fish it's not like it does anything revolutionary. Uh, even for the series, it only does a few things, like uh, the terraforming is the major, the major change. Um, it's just such a nice package, though. And there's something to be said for how peaceful and well put together it is at being itself. It's not trying to be a Last of Us experience. It's just Animal Crossing. And it's just a damn good Animal Crossing. Yeah. And I, I can't... I don't know. I just keep playing it. Just keep playing it. For that reason alone, it has to be... Mean something. I, still still doing it. Seven years later. Whatever year it is. Yeah. I guess might as well just... I'll just keep talking about Animal Crossing yeah, since it's yeah, my number yeah. three. Um, it's my first ever Animal Crossing. And right. dove right in. I love it. It's uh I you know, I don't play it as much as I used to, but I still feel like this responsibility to check into my town, make sure it's good. Um I think I I, I just wait for certain things to get updated before really jumping in, but yeah. um I still want to go back in and catch more fish and spend more time doing the swimming stuff and activities. And um, there's still one recipe that I don't have that I've been waiting to get forever to really complete my kitchen. And it's like the iron, the ironwood like dresser, I think is what you need in order to create the kitchen set for it. I don't know. It's really weird. Like I have no idea. (laughs) Yeah. It's, um, I think the the one thing that I wish they added, which obviously this isn't Harvest Moon or like Stardew or whatever, I just wish there was more of that. There's more like interaction with the items that you have in the game because like everything's just for decoration, which I get, but I think that would have been something cool to have where like I do have this, you know, beehive, 
I it would be cool for it to interact with my flowers. Where it doesn't seem like it does any of oh, that. Oh right? yeah. And so there's certain things like that that I just wish it did have, which I mean I've I've heard it's this game's come a long way and a lot of uh what are those called? Like um life hacks in a way for, for people that have played older Animal Crossing games. So I can't really complain because I'm not sure exactly how bad people had it back then so but i i still didn't having half the inventory space that would be a nightmare yeah i you know how many 30 stacks of rocks i have or of stone come on yeah i think that's i put it all (laughs) that'd be my complaint is that the game kind of lets you uh collect a bunch of shit and not do anything with it and not tell you hey maybe you don't need 700 blocks of wood yeah oh i don't yeah you're right i don't but I feel like it took me a month to figure out I should probably stop doing that. Yeah. It's, man, it's, it is such a good game. Like, we, we loved it here at my house. Like, we played the crap out of it, and my kids enjoyed it. They each have their own little house on the island, even though they really kind of stopped playing it here. They check, they check in every now and then, but hmm. um, I, I just wish certain things were easier. Like, if you have villagers that you don't want, they should make it a little bit easier to, like, kick them out yeah that's true there's a, yeah there's like this weird meta to it where like oh you have to like hit them with nets or something or ignore them for a month like i'm like what How it do takes I... a long time yeah and then like I, in, in previous games it was faster and also they could just up and leave but now I, I believe this is true they have to ask permission like they cannot just leave so they will walk up to you or you walk up to them i guess and you'll They'll be like, oh, I've been thinking of moving to Pittsburgh or whatever. And then you can say, <laughs> no, stay. Or you can say, yeah, whatever, which I did to one person. <laughs> oh, wow. Eh, you can move. Because this was a weird-ass chicken that had, like, medieval armor or something. And then you go into his house, and he just has gold caskets everywhere. It's fucking weird, dude. Like, get out of yeah. my town. You're freaking me out. Yeah, I've had two people move just because, like, I stopped playing the game. So I stopped like interacting with them. And so when I came back, one of them was like, I think I'm ready to see new places. What are your thoughts? Should I stay? And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't watch you. <laughs> You're punk you should ass. go. It does feel, uh, and I, I don't know since I haven't played the GameCube game in who knows how long, um, but even the 3DS one, it does feel like the interactions between you and the villagers is a lot simpler. And I've had many a occasion where someone will be like, oh, I had this weird dream where I was a jelly bean and blah, blah, blah. And then I'll talk to another villager like that same day and they'll say, oh, I had a dream I was a jelly bean. <laughs> oh my gosh. Both of you are the same person? So it does seem like they kind of, it almost like they wrote for personality types and then they just assigned different things for people to say based on their personality type and not who they are. Because um, I've definitely had that and, and had a lot of, uh like i'm doing this today like i know you do that like every week you say the same shit to me all the time so (laughs) it would be nice if there was some kind of uh maybe not quest system but oh this is philip and you go over to philip and he says oh it'd be really nice if i had this this and this oh okay cool i have little tasks for philip and then he gives me a philip statue at the end of it give me give me something to do with these people because they're just kind of there at this point yeah but still really like the game. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Good game. Good game. Uh, oh, so that was your number three. So I guess I do my number three. Yep. God, this is, this numbers thing is confusing. 
<laughs> Alright, my number three is Final Fantasy VII Remake. That's my number two. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I thought it might be. Um, <laughs> so, I was not... This is one of those games that... I'm not a big Final Fantasy VII fan, and so I wasn't super hyped for it for years. Mm-hmm. But when all the reviews came out and it was, oh, this is amazing, this is amazing, and it does look good, I figured, why not? Wow, I'm so glad I did. It's such, it's such a wild experience to play this game and see this world that is 20 years old, fully realized in a way that is borderline perfect in a lot of ways. And then they add in this, this combat system, which takes a, I thought took a while to kind of come into its own. But once it did, it's so much fun. I really want to go back to and play that game again. I do it on hard mode and maybe try the platinum. Um, yeah. Because it was such a fun battle system with just switching between the characters, figuring out, oh, let me, let me build up Barrett's thing and then use that, then switch to Cloud, then do this, and switch to the other person, cast this. So much fun. And they, they just really knocked it out of the park in so many different ways especially from the presentation and how the game looks and all the cutscenes and all the things they fleshed out. Uh, like, well, I guess all of it is fleshed out, really, if you want to get technical. Yeah. Since it's like five hours of the original game. Uh, it's just kind of this weird, intangible magic feeling, almost, where, where you look at this game and as you're playing it, you're confused as to how it happened. How did this occur? <laughs> It's it's really cool, really special, and I, I I'm happy to have been so wrong about how that was gonna turn out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I still remember how, like everyone was so skeptical at first of like, oh, this you guys are gonna ruin it. This is gonna you know, this is gonna suck. All that you know, I just remember how crazy it was, and you know, I, as someone who like loved the characters but wasn't didn't fully like remember everything about final fantasy 7 like i was just curious to see what they would do Mm -hmm. and so i was excited to play either way and they really did blow me away um with everything that happened and you know with these with final fantasy and in kingdom hearts for example like the stories really don't spell everything out perfectly and it's not really cut and dry so you kind of like have to almost figure it out, right? You're kind of like digging for the actual meaning of the story. And so after I had beat the game, I went and listened to, um, it was um, Easy Allies had uh, Maximilian Dude, who's a, a Twitch streamer, um, on the podcast. And they had like, I think it was probably two, almost three hours of a spoiler cast. And the way he broke down the story of that game he blew my freaking mind. It was like listening to someone like one of those um, <laughs> conspiracy theorists, <laughs> like convince you Midgar is flat. Yeah. Like, yeah, he basically convinced me that like the earth is flat in, <laughs> in final fantasy remake, but no, just the way like he, cause at first, you know, I'm, I'm trying to put together the story in my head of like, what's going on in this game. And though he just kind of, made it all make sense. Uh-huh. And so it just made me love that game even more. Like, oh my God, they're trying some shit. They're 
messing with the timeline, but not in a negative way. Like they're they're taking risks and they're making you really want to find out what happens down the line because who knows? Like it's so it could be totally different than what we're used to. Right. I that's one of the biggest things that impressed me about it too was that that ending and and kind of some of the other later game plot elements that do change it uh in in exciting interesting ways that are risky and so tantalizing <laughs> like i want yeah. to know where they're taking this even if it does ultimately kind of end up the way it was before the idea that it's not all set in stone like it literally plays with the idea that it's not all set in stone and that maybe you can change fate and almost acknowledges the existence of the previous game as a past life version of the same thing. It's, it's so cool. Yeah. It's nonsense, but it's so cool. Yeah. They, Oh, they, they did it, man. (laughs) They did it. They had so many doubters out there, but they, well, they did, they, they did it with the first part. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. We got to keep that in mind. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's still a lot more to, to see. I would say next game 2022 at the earliest. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. Well, I think I was on some, some podcast I was listening to said, oh, it'll probably come out next year. I'm like, mm-mm. Yeah, I don't no know. No way. I don't know. <laughs> no way in hell. They're still talking about how they're super early with it. I don't know. With like I don't think part people... one? Now I'm just exaggerating the long pause to be obnoxious. Um, (laughs) I was listening to some other podcast too, where they mentioned, well, now they have all the character models and it should be a lot easier. Yeah. Okay. They got five characters. How about the 7,000 hours of shit you traversed? Yeah. It's a lot of work and and there's a lot of story and uh, especially if we're going to have issues with VO and motion capture because of COVID, this game's not coming out next year, and I would be surprised if it came out 2022 even. Seems iffy. Yeah. Um, speaking of, you know, with the new consoles coming and Final Fantasy VII Remake, do you think they're going to be making... I mean, with Smart Delivery, we'll probably see it, right? Oh, wait, it's... Shit, is Remake on Xbox? I don't even... Uh, no, it's going to be... I thought the prevailing theory was that it was a year timed exclusive. Oh shit. I didn't even realize that. Oh my gosh. Um Yeah, I would have bought it on my Xbox so I didn't have to play with my loud ass PS4. Yeah, that's true. Um do you think we'll see a PS5 port of Final Fantasy VII Remake? Yeah, I I'd imagine. There's gonna be some kind of PS5 update, regard if it's if it's a full disc whatever that they try and market again for sixty bucks. Yeah. Or it's just a pay to upgrade your version or even if it's free there'll be something yeah hmm. i'd be surprised if there wasn't interesting i you know what's so funny is when i was doing my when i was making my list of games that i played this year i completely forgot about final fantasy 7 remake until i went down my trophy list oh and i saw it there and i was like holy shit i played that this year <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I feel like we all played it and got super into it in March. Yeah. Whenever that was. And then it's kind of 
gotten forgotten recently with Last of Us and and a few other things. Ghost of Sashimi. Sashami. Sashami. Salami. Salami. Well, Ben, that was my number two, and that was your number three, so now we get to hear your number two. So my number two is Half-Life Alex. Oh! Um, The the game that VR games should be. (laughs) Because, damn, is that a game. Actually, was it this week? God, this week is just a time vortex. Um, So you can buy... Oculus, I was thinking about... um, there's a virtual desktop on the Oculus Quest and you can install that and then you connect it to your PC and you can see everything that's on your PC. And there's this kind of side workaround where you can stream your PC game to the Quest and play any VR game on the Quest just over your Wi-Fi. Um, And then somehow Oculus just, apropos of nothing sent me a $10 gift card that said, hey, you have a week to use this gift credit. And I thought, well, that seems like a perfect time to buy this virtual desktop and test it out. So I actually did play a little bit of Half-Life Alex this week? When yeah. was that? Shit. I think it was this week, but it was early this week. It must have been Monday or Tuesday, uh, where I streamed from my PC to my Oculus Quest in the other room, played a little bit of this game, and... It didn't work perfectly, and I need to tune out some t- uh, some kinks in the system. But it was very impressive to be completely wireless playing this game and going through it. And I only played maybe 10, 15 minutes of the game. But back in that world, and it's so stupid, and it only works in VR, where you do have to, like, release the, the magazine and pull another one out and slot it in and then like cock the gun and uh i got i did the part i just happened to pick the checkpoint next to the the shotgun where you first get the shotgun and it involves this puzzle where you're turning this crank like you you uh there's like a bicycle wheel with a crank on it okay and you there's a like a pvc pipe stuck in it so it can't move and so you take the pole pipe thing out of it and then you're with the other hand winding the bike wheel and it sounds so stupid but it works so well within the game and it feels so natural where you just walk up to it and go huh let me pull this thing and then i hold it and crank it and i crank the guy who has the shotgun out of this hole i stick the pipe back in the thing so it doesn't move the wheel i go over grab the shotgun and it's taking bullets out of my backpack uh slapping the gun down and then pulling the thing on the front so it's loaded it just makes it feel so cool. And I killed some head crabs. And oh, jeez. Man, is that game fun just to be in that. Because you feel so immersed, obviously, in, in, in VR. But having to do those weird little motions and even pointing at stuff on the ground and gravity, like, grabbing them to you, it feels so perfect for what they're trying to do. It doesn't feel like, oh, let me press the button to do the thing or... Well, oh, I got to do it this way because it's a game. It, it just feels like, well, I should be able to grab that. And, oh, I grabbed it. Like, oh, cool. I, I, just, I just grabbed it with my hands. It's such a, a weird way to describe it where it's so tactile. The whole game is tactile. Like the, the puzzles you'd get where it's this like orb floating around and you can grab it with your hand and rotate the orb and you reorient yourself with it. And it, it doesn't feel... It just all feels like it fits in that world. Nothing is nothing is outside of it. 
it just all exists within its own ecosystem. It's a wild experience, and I, I still remember that first shootout, which is hours into the game, it feels like. The first shootout with two enemies, two Combine soldiers, and it being one of the most intense firefights I've ever been in, <laughs> where I'm crouched behind this barrel, and I'm crouched in real life, like ducking and, and weaving around this thing, and there's a bunch of bottles on top of the barrel, and I, I reach my arm out and I knock all the bottles down so I can see better. And, and then the guy flanks me. And I'm like, oh shit, like pivot to the side and shoot him. It's so cool. Uh, there's, there's things to complain about. I don't think the pacing is amazing, uh, especially towards the middle. But man, that last third of the game is incredible. And one of the best endings. And as a Half-Life fan, God, they nail the ending so hard. <laughs> like so perfectly god is that ending it, it like chills chills that ending. i want to play it, it so is, bad it is that incredible yeah. and oh especially as someone who just played through episode two and, and all the half-life games right before it man did that did that hit well um there there are things like would this be good not out of like if this was just a non-vr game would it be good no It'd be a bad game. It would not make sense. The AI is yeah. kind of stupid. There's like you're fighting three guys and they just kind of walk at you. But the fact that you're in it and like pulling pins on grenades and throwing them with your like actually throwing them and it feeling not like some VR games where you're like you do stuff where you throw an item and it's kind of like I didn't throw it over there. <laughs> I'm not a good shot, but damn, that's way off. The, everything felt so right like yeah i did throw that there i did aim for that thing i grabbed this it's exactly what i was doing and there's this survival horror section um towards the late middle that is so creative and it's not like oh i'm gonna shoot a bunch of of zombies it, it's like <laughs> i gotta not make noise let me sneak around this thing that's blind that not make noise and you'll enter this room oh dude it does just this fucked up shit where uh, you're like open a cabinet and a bottle rolls out at you and you're like, ah! oh, no. and you grab the bottle real quick <laughs> so it doesn't fall and alert the, the guy who's after you. Oh my God. Just stuff like that. It's so smartly done. I, I love that game um, and I want to replay it in its entirety before the end of the year but before I figure out if it's, if it should be number one or number two. But I, at this point, I do think it, it's, it's my second favorite game of the year, which is, crazy given how much praise i just gave it yeah well i mean it it did something incredible in a genre that has lately seen not a whole lot of like i guess like uh like explosiveness as far as like you know it it, it died off vr kind of died off you know what the last big hit was beat saber and sure sure and you know and then we had like you know, PSVR hit a stride with like uh, Astrobot and Moss and was selling units and units and units, but it seems like there just wasn't something that was making this feel like as legitimate as we were hoping it would. And I think Half-Life Al Half Alex really brought that to VR and it really needed it. Now, if only we can get that in more hands, right? Because right. I know I definitely want to play it. I'm, I know I'm missing out on that incredible game and you know, I don't have a PC that could even run VR. Um, you probably do. Eh, I mean, <laughs> maybe. 
maybe it would it <clears throat> but then i'd also have to buy the vr gear right like all the the stuff so you know it, it's a little bit of an investment um i i definitely want to try my, my son has been spending a lot of time playing a lot of vr games and so he's really invested in vr so it would be cool to eventually get get something uh for my pc to be able to at least play more vr stuff with him like he's really into beat saber he's really into like super hot vr he's really into um he's really into like five nights at freddy's the vr game on that oh which, yeah yeah um no thanks <laughs> um no thanks on that <laughs> yeah, no thanks on that um but yeah it's uh I'm I'm just like sad that I can't play this game yet. <laughs> I'm really sad yeah. about it. It's it's cool. Like I, I want to love VR games, but man, I, I don't really want to play any other VR games because I kind of played the best one. Is how I feel about it. Like, yeah. yeah, nothing's gonna compare. There's like two or three other games I really want to try in the VR space, but after that, I I don't. I, I liken Half-Life Alex to the first time you played Bioshock and you were blown away. That's how I felt playing certain parts of Half-Life Alex. Yeah. And that is literally a once in a decade feeling you get. It, it's incredible. Hmm. All right. Well, shall we move on to the big surprise? <laughs> what is number one? Yeah. Big surprise. <laughs> number one. Uh, my number one, which I think I, I think we're both at number one now, right? Yeah, we're yeah. both at number one. Number one is The Last of Us Part Two. Pokemon Cafe. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we we just recently did uh recorded a spoiler cast episode, um, where we went really deep deep diving into uh, The Last of Us Part Two and why we love that game and the things we didn't like about it and just yeah. uh, all that. So definitely go back and listen to that if you haven't because uh, we're super proud of that episode and um, it'd probably explain more in detail about why this is our number one. I think it's a game that challenged our feelings regarding the first part. Um, it challenged really everything I felt about certain characters in the game because you walk in feeling one way and then you walk out feeling another. <laughs> yeah. So it, it just really flips, flips it over on you. And I thought that was, um, probably one of the craziest stories that I've ever played through where I went in knowing and feeling very adamant, like this adamant hatred towards one character and coming out, really not feeling that way at all about them it's just so crazy to me that this game was able to do that and a lot of people you know the people that didn't play it because of the spoilers and the leaks and all that you know i feel bad for them i feel bad that they right. didn't give the game a chance it's, you know? it's yeah they're really missing out they are definitely um it's it's just such it's just such a good game and the gameplay is really fun um well i guess fun but really good like the just i thought it the was gameplay fun. yeah it was fun like the gameplay mechanics that they that they've upgraded and they've refined and that they've added really took the game and put on a like just at a whole different level um i would really love to play this game without a jet engine you know trying to escape out god. of my playstation god but I, like yeah. literally i will pay an, an extra hundred dollars for a ps5 that i know is quiet <laughs> 
<laughs> like it's not even a joke. I would rather like extra hard drive space or a quiet, 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 quiet. Every if, set, like just God, it's louder than my gaming PC. It, how? How? Yeah. If they were what? like, if they're like, guess what? Your PS5 will be silent, mm-hmm. but you can only fit one game at a time. I'd be like, sign me. Yeah, up. I, I'd be like, <laughs> okay, okay, perfect. Help me focus on one game at a time. Sounds Thank fine. You. I can deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, Finally, I'll, someone like, help me. A hundred gig Warzone patch. All right, I can only do one thing, but I'll switch <laughs> to that game and download that for seven years, and then exactly, I'll play, exactly. and I'll switch back. I, whatever. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I want it to be quiet, and that's one of the reasons why I want to wait on getting a PS5. Is I just want to make sure it's quiet first. Yeah, I, I just want it quiet. God, I want it quiet. So let's hope the first batch of those. Uh... Are pretty silent because I think even with the PS4 Pro, people were complaining that those were really loud as well. Mine's loud. Yeah, that's crazy. And like, so think of, think of the people that have the launch PS4, <laughs> and then oh, this thing's getting pretty loud. I'm gonna go buy a PS4 Pro. Then they get a PS4 Pro, and then it's like, oh shit, this one's loud too. Ah, mm-hmm. oh god. It's not. It's not good. It's not good at all. Not great. Um, the the loud PS4 is like the joy the Joy-Con drift of the <laughs> Switch. Yes, yes, I, yes. <laughs> it it really is. Yeah. I love how quiet my Xbox is. Uh, but Last of Us too. I, I echo everything you said. I really do love the combat. I love survival horror games. So the fact that half of that game is a survival horror game very much appeals to me. Yeah. Uh, so much of it. it it's just about that journey because it's like I and we said this many times about the first game where if you outline the plot for the first game it's like two sentences and it sounds dumb um and the second game is the same story like if you if you outline that in a paragraph it just sounds like okay what but it's going through the whole motion and being with the characters and seeing them deal with everything that's what it is and that's what it always has been. If you ever fucking paid attention to the first game, that's what that was. People that are mad. Um, I don't know how you didn't figure this out. But I, lo- I, love, I love how the story is presented. It's so well told, even if you don't agree with everything in it. It's just done at such a level that it, it's like, oh, it raises the bar. No, it like puts the bar way over there. <laughs> like, yeah. Way far away. Uh, and, and even... Like, that combat system is so much fun. I want that multiplayer mode. Oh, man, I'd be playing so much of that. That, ugh. God, that'd be good. So good. Um, yeah, it really is something special. Uh, when I played it, played it again, got the platinum, and then basically didn't play anything for a week because I was so just out of it. It yeah. really left such an impact. Where I, 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 what do I do now? Like, what do I do now? I've done the thing that was amazing. What, what do I do? It's a, it's a very special game as well. Yeah, we used to, we used to record, um, or I guess stream a live show on the Game Fanatics Twitch called uh, Live with the Game Fanatics, where we would, we would like talk about topics like that, like gamer fatigue or like backlog and stuff like that. Um. We don't really do that on this show because we we kind of talk about more like news stuff and then we talk about, you know, like this game of the year stuff. Um, But 
Yeah, that was like I I do get that with games where like you, we beat Last of Us two and then you just feel like especially with Last of Us Part two like I felt almost like emotionally exhausted afterwards. Like I was tired. <laughs> like it left me almost as like this shell or husk of a person. And then like it, it didn't take too much longer, but then I felt like all of a sudden like I need to like play something that's gonna it's gonna be like uh junk food, you know? To get me out of my my depression of this game. <laughs> because it was like I it was such an amazing experience with this game, but like I still needed something like I need I need to get out of the funk. Yeah. Like quick. It's very much what it was. Yeah, I I think maybe in it in I I mean I don't know if it completely did, but I feel like it almost kind of affected my excitement for Ghost of Tsushima because I was I'm a big Sucker Punch fan. I love all their infamous games, so I was really excited for Ghost of Tsushima and and then something like after Last of Us Part Two, like I really didn't want to play another like. <laughs> game <laughs> game where i focus on a character and go through these trials and tribulations like i just wanted mm. to play some junk food games you know and and then you know like uh ghost of tsushima's embargo lifted and so i started you know i watched reviews because i mean i'm not too like worried about story spoilers because i have not paid attention at all to really what's going on in it um and even some of the combat i was watching and like parts of the story i was like okay so it's basically like Assassin's Creed with Ghost of like, but as a samurai in a, in a way, sure. like it's it's got the checklist stuff, it's got the open world, you're clearing out certain areas, things like that. I was like, I think I could go for that. So I was initially like, my hype levels were down, but I'm willing to play the game. I'm like, you know, I'm not in a rush to to get this game. I'm not like stacking up games to run into GameStop with my face mask to go trade them in so I can buy this <laughs> game in desperation, you know. Um, and surprisingly, like, I, I wasn't going to get the game anytime soon. I was just going to wait. And um, my wife ended up getting it for me out of the blue. Ooh. I'm assuming it's to ease the pain of her also buying a new patio set for our backyard. Ugh. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I bought you that ghost game. And my first thought was like, oh, God, she bought Ghostbusters, didn't she? <laughs> My Ghostbusters remastered. <laughs> She's like, what's that game called? Ghost of Anime? I'm like, sure. Yeah, let's go Ghost with that. Ghost of Anime. <laughs> they killed anime. Now you're playing they as killed anime. Oh, no. <laughs> so that'll eventually be here sometime this coming week, hopefully. Yeah. I, I got the game from Gamefly. Ooh, and it should be here Gamefly coming in hot. I know. They really, they, they nailed it. Delivering. Um, yeah, so... Should be getting it tomorrow and uh, diving into it. So we'll have that to talk about next week, along with the Xbox shenanigans. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a big episode next week. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited, too, man. I almost yeah, ex- want to, we should do like a watch along, but you'd be at work. I'd be yeah. at work, sadly. Sadly. Yeah, well, I'll do a tweet along or something. I don't a, know. Tweet along. a tweet along. Wow. Looks cool. Yeah. Yippee. <laughs> well, before we move on. Yes. Last of Us Part 2, our number one so far this year. That could totally change. Never know. Um, yes. Let's talk about some honorable mentions. Um, I'll, bring up, uh, I'll bring up one, and then you can bring up another, and then we'll just kind of trade off. Okay. Um, my honorable mention will be uh, Minecraft Dungeons. 
I think uh, yes. Minecraft Dungeons was a pretty cool, fun, exciting little game. I love Minecraft. I love Diablo-style games. Um, I just wish there was more. I wish there was more to explore in the game. I wish there was just, like, uh, just more options and variety in certain things, like just exploring like everything seemed very linear and very like confined which totally fine it's minecraft it's probably it's meant for more like the younger audience which is cool um i did really enjoy it and it made me just want to play diablo right it needed a smidge more complexity in certain areas Mm -hmm. um but yeah that's on my list too that's a, a really good game yeah let's see so i have i have three just for reference. Okay, I have... I, I could pull three. I mean, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. um, so I do want to shout out Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Nice, I nice. I think I played like 15 hours of, and I do want to go back to... Uh, it's just my Switch is not... I'm playing Animal Crossing and stuff on my Switch, so I, I end up just doing that instead, and, and it's not... And Pokemon Cafe TV. Mix. So, yeah, yeah, but I do want to go back to that. I, I it was like I got to this really cool story moment and I did that and I got a new character and I'm about to go to the next area and I'm like, eh, I don't really feel like <laughs> starting a whole new area. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's work. It's work. It's work. And it's cool, though. It's it's a really cool game that I'm I'm glad I used my stupid voucher on. Yeah. Vouchers. Vouchers. Um, I will bring up uh, Call of Duty Warzone. Ooh. A, a battle royale. Who know? Like, who, who'd be surprised to see another battle royale? Jeez. You. Wait. Gosh, these games. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, Call of Duty Warzone. It's uh, it's great. I think it's a fun game to pick up every now and then to play a few matches. Um. My one of my friends just uh recently got a new PC and he's like. Oh, I want to play something. I don't know what to play. And I was like, oh, why don't you get Call of Duty Warzone? Warzone. And then, yeah, get Warzone. I could play it on my PS4 and we can cross-platform. And he's like, dude, I don't want to play... I don't want to pay 60 bucks for Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I'm like, uh, just download Warzone. It's free to play. It's a battle royale. And it, like, blew his mind. And uh, so he's hopefully downloading that soon because this was, like, a couple days ago. Um, but, yeah, it's really good. I think... Uh, they just smartly made a really good battle royale with Call of Duty mechanics. Um, not much really to say other than uh, it feels really good to get in there and shoot people <laughs> in that game. <laughs> Such a weird sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I really love good shooting to people shoot in that game. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. Yeah. Uh, my, my second game... Just a shout out is Dreams, which did come out this year. Oh shit! <laughs> um, and just like who could have predicted? Who could have predicted that no one would be talking about this game in six months? Oh, everyone. Um, I do think the tools are so cool and so well done, and some of the stuff you can play in it is just really nice. Um, I it's a bit saying it calling it a game of the year is a little silly. Because it'd be like saying Skyrim is game of the year because of its mods. Like, well, they didn't make the mods. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, 
oh, the, the Prius or whatever isn't the best car because it has the most aftermarket parts. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, if you're reviewing the base system, you know, so that's why I, I can't really say this is like real high on my list, but I do think it's, it's super cool and, and very impressive what they've done. And Arch Dream does at the end have a, a super cool music video that I'd recommend just watching if you haven't seen it. It's really cool. Um, hmm. and it's so impressive, but I just am so confused as to why this game exists still to this day. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Dang, I really did forget that Dreams came out this year. Oh my god, this is the longest fucking year in like ever. Jeez. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> my, uh, I guess it's not really a game, but it's DLC for uh, Pokemon Shield. But I wanted to give oh, cool. give it an honorable mention because it did get me back into Pokemon. Um, I've loved catching Pokemon. Because there's so many more Pokemon in this game, which is great, because that's the whole point, right? You, that's why we keep playing Pokemon, because there's so many more. I just want to catch them. It's like an addiction. I just got to catch them all. Yeah, so stop taking them out. Put them back <laughs> in so I can catch them. Yeah, my one, my one critique of Isle of Armor is that like, the actual story part of it was very short and not great. So... I'm really hoping that the uh, crown, what is it, Crown Tundra, the the new one, the next yes. one that's coming out, something like that. Yeah, it. Um, I'm, I'm really hoping it does it does add a lot more, um, to the to the story at least. It, I hope it's just a little bit meatier of a DLC like story because this was this left a lot, a lot like. To to design what is it? I don't even know that phrase anymore. It was just a lot that you want <laughs> afterwards. Like I was left dissatisfied because I was like, "Oh no!" If I could, if I could spoil it, do people care if I spoil this? What it is? It's really not a big deal. The DLC for Pokemon Shield. So you're telling me I shouldn't run out and buy the game? And uh... well, you buy the DLC pack, you get both expansions. But let me just tell you, Isle of Armor really short and it's not really much really like all you're really doing is going to a dojo there's no like big long story there's no like adventure you're <laughs> you basically do this dojo and then you pick which tower you want to go to with your little bear guy and then you decide which one he's going to train in i'm good i don't need that yeah, and I, I think the problem with... And this could be just with the way that they structured Isle of Armor. Or just the wild area in, in general. Because everything is level 60 and ev everything's already so leveled up. When you get this new Pokemon, the little bear kung fu guy. Like, the whole point of that DLC is to train him and become good friends with him. So that you can decide which training he should take so that you can evolve him into the preferred version, right? It's so quick because I'm like, okay, I could do one battle and he's going to level up like 14 times. Or I can just feed him all this candy because I have so many of them from all these uh, max raids. So it takes out like the whole fun part of like leveling a Pokemon. Like, why didn't they give you that Pokemon at level 60 and then you actually battle him through like 
little areas or people and level him up that way. Like, they, they, I think they should have done a little bit something to, like, restrict certain parts of maybe that storyline instead of letting you just, like, I'm just going to level him up to 70, and then I'm going to pick the tower, destroy the challengers, and then pick my evolution. It's just really Joel, weird. There's breaking news. Oh, no. There's a Nintendo Direct tomorrow. Oh, jeez. A Nintendo Direct, our first Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase, a series focused on titles from our development and publishing partners, and we'll share a few updates on a small group of previously announced Nintendo Switch games. So tomorrow at 7 a.m. from when we're recording this. So yes, we're recording Sunday. This will, if you're not watching live on YouTube, which is <laughs> this is a test stream, so we know you're not. <laughs> we know you're not. <laughs> um. We will recap it on uh, next episode. Yes, along with the we'll Xbox our thing. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if anything comes from this. I'm All I want, because I have another voucher to use, and I have 10 days to use it. So give me uh -oh. something to pre-order. Thank you. Mario Golf. Mario oh Golf. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mario, Ace Mario Tennis Aces 2. Well, I guess it sounds like it's not... That's going to be partners. Yeah, it doesn't sound like uh, first party, so I might have to get Mario Mario RPG just because I have nothing else to buy with this stupid voucher. Oh, uh, the new Paper Mario. Yeah. Yeah, looks, Mario. I've, I've heard good things. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. The Crown Tundra. So the Crown Tundra is the next DLC for Pokemon Shield and Sword, Sword and Shield. Mm -hmm. And I think I think that's the one that's gonna have like the legendary birds, like their newer forms and things like that. So that's Caca. that one seems like it's gonna be meatier. So I'm just I'm excited for that. Sure. Yeah. Is it, Pokemon's good? Yay! Yeah. I did get um, a Venusaur with a Gigantamax version. Looks pretty cool. Looks like he's got a giant umbrella. <laughs> and then uh, in the game, like in <laughs> the Isle of Armor, you get the. Uh, it's like Max Raid Soup or something like that. So you get to basically give Pokemon in your, like that you have already or that you've caught, if they don't have Gigantamax form, you can actually feed them the soup to give them the form instead of only having to like um, go to the Max Raid dens and farm them there. Sure, that's so a thing I understand. I'm going to pretend to understand what you just said to me. Didn't you play this game? I did, but I didn't get into the soup, and I thought all of them could Gigantamax. I don't know what's happening. Well, am I saying it wrong? I yeah. don't know. Probably. They can all Dynamax, which is where they oh, grow. Oh, that's a different thing. Gigantamax mm. is the form, I think. Yeah, I I'm pretty care. sure I'm saying that I right. don't care. I don't care. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, that was an honorable mention. Ben, what's your next honorable mention? Uh, my final honorable mention is Resident Evil 3. Big survival horror fan. Big Resident Evil fan. So, I love... Resident Evil. Uh, and I really do like this game, and I think a lot of it very strongly points to that rumored RE4 remake because certain sections of this are straight up Resident Evil 4, and I'm super excited about what that could mean. The game's ultimately a disappointment, but only because RE2 <laughs> came out uh, a year ago. Okay. Yeah. I still have RE2. <laughs> I still want to go back and replay it, man. I... I have so many games I still need to replay and finish. You need to go and play uh, Sekiro. Sekiro, Sekiro, Control. Oh, there's just 
too much, man. Yeah. I'm getting Ghost of Tsushima. 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 Salami. Ghost um, of Salami. <laughs> um, last honorable mention for me because I'm starting to run out. Okay. <laughs> Neo 2. Oh. Neo 2. So my love for Neo started this year because I was able to overcome a, a few uh, gripes with the first one. Just bosses that had stomped the shit out of me several times. <laughs> several times. And uh, I was finally able to get past this, so I got really in the mood for playing Neo, and I just liked the style of it a little bit more than... Um, I mean, I like like the Souls games in general, but like the style of this is a little bit different. So I was really excited to kind of like sink my teeth into it. And so when Neo 2 came out, I uh, thought about getting it, and then it ended up being one of my birthday presents because I'm a spoiled brat child. Wow. And yeah, I think it's uh it's really cool. It's very it's a little different, you know, with uh compared to like Neo. Um you get to choose you get to like pick up soul fragments or souls of like the um gosh, why can't I think of their names anymore? And a yokai. Of the uh yeah, the yokai that you beat and then you can actually use their abilities in combat, which is pretty cool. And I got through I got through a few of the bosses and now I've gone back to just kind of like um level up a little bit more and i i did some of the online co-op which was pretty cool because there was a boss that was just destroying me and i'm like you know i don't have to struggle i there's <laughs> co-op for a reason wow so did you actually play co-op play. Or, or did you summon in a person oh i some i summoned in a person sorry that's what i meant so yeah. I, I summoned in a person and man like when you see people's armor yeah. <laughs> what, like with what they get down the line it like makes you want to play more because you're like I want to look that cool I want to have that kind of armor and with Neo like as you know um, as you played the first one like you pick up tons of loot oh yeah so that, that's one of my things that I really liked about it and I will go back to it it's just oh, there's just so much to play and the only thing I keep playing is it's all these online on Riot games Team Force Tactics and whatever <laughs> Team fight tactics, and Team I've been playing a lot of like, been playing a lot of other games Ugh. that are in that same family. Anyways, that's my last honorable mention. Yes, I I have no more mentions. Oh, unless it's Pokemon <laughs> Cafe Mix, yeah, which I did finish. Uh, oh, I've, you've reached the uh, last last yeah, level. Yeah, so they. Like they're gonna add more levels, but I finished all the levels that it gives you, and now there's kind of bonus levels, um, mm. until they give you more stuff. I still like the game a lot. It's stupid, but I'm still playing it because I'm an idiot. Um, just a nice, like before bed. Let me play this until I fail five times and can't play anymore, and then I turn it off. Oh yeah, the usual mobile game um, trope. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that's disappointing but but i was able to beat it without paying anything and i feel like i've gotten a lot of time out of it yeah it's not it's not as bad as it could have been i guess it's also not as good as it could have been as a game in general but what are you gonna do that's true i i played a little bit this week i didn't get too far into it but um i i enjoy it it's a fun little game 
So there's a, a fun little game. There's that like challenge sheet of things to do. And at one point it was add a friend to your friends list. So I started the game on my phone and I played to like level eight to unlock the ability to add friends. And I added myself. <laughs> oh, there you go. So I could unlock that. So yeah, I like the game a lot. I played. I started yeah. it on my phone because I'm dumb. You know what? Give me. Give me an Animal Crossing or um, Harvest Moon style game, a Pokemon game with the style from Cafe Mix. Mm. That'd be so pleasant. The style's so cool. It's so weird. It's, it's like bizarre. weird but cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. It's like I don't know. Like you showed a, a famous artist Pokemon and said to do it in their style. It just doesn't yeah. make any sense. It's, I love it. It's funky looking. I like the little style of it. Yeah, yeah I, I, I want to play more just to see what other Pokemon pop up in it with like their new weird art yeah. style. And then when they join your cafe, they put on a little hat. <laughs> it's so dumb. Yeah. It's, it's cute. <laughs> Fun little game. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I, played, I played more Pokemon Shield. Um, I've been just kind of going through and catching as many Pokemon as I can because that's what draws me into that game now. There's a, like a max raid event going, like the wild area updates, there's like different max raid dens, like promotional ones with chances of shiny and stuff like that. I don't really get super into those because like I can only play for a certain amount of time before I do get kind of bored, but I did a lot, a lot of uh, max raid dens and didn't really catch anything special, but I did level up a ton of Pokemon and uh, caught, what did I catch that was kind of rare for me to see? Oh, an Alakazam that was just out in the wild. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think with that game, I just like, I just wish there was more to that DLC. I won't go on my rant again, but yeah, it, well, it just like... Groundhog Day over here. Yeah, <laughs> it just left a lot to be desired. There we go, that's the phrase. Oh, motherfucker, got it. Perfect. Well, the only thing I played, I finally got back into games since the last week all I did was watch movies. He's back, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. I'm dying, choking to death very slowly. Over I was here. wondering what happened to you. I was like, oh, yeah. he's actually dead. Um, this is unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Just put the episode out. Uh, we're, so we're going to do our top 50 games, and we're picking 25 each. And one of the games that I, is on my list and that I've wanted to replay for several years now, but never fully played through it again. I played like the first hour or so a couple years ago, mm -hmm. um, but I did the whole game, beat it uh, yesterday, is Killer7. This is a 2005 uh, GameCube PS2 game made by oh, yeah. Suda51 and Shinji Mikami, which is bizarre, uh, and it's... It, marries a lot of kind of adventure game use the weird thing on the other thing um, but it gives you more than enough hints to understand what the hell's happening and you're on rails and it, it's this beautiful cell shaded art style that um, I'm playing on the PC port which was really good overall um, and it's just this bizarre bloody mess of a game where none of it makes any sense to be honest with you, um, there's like this whole plot about Japan uh, rigging elections in the United States or something, 
and then they blow up <laughs> Japan, but then there's a sub party of Japan. And it just doesn't, there's so much of it. I'm like, this makes sense to someone, but it ain't me. And I played yeah. this game a lot as a kid. But I have no idea half the time what's happening. Uh, and it, it's so bizarre. So you're on rails too. The whole time you just hold the A button to move forward and press B to turn around. Um, and you pick what hallways to go down. And these enemies look, uh, pop up and they're invisible at first. They'll pop up and they'll be like, <laughs> and they just a little creepy laugh. The whole game is just filled with creepy laughs. They do that until you know there's a guy here. You pull up your gun, so you hold down the trigger to pull up the gun. And you can't move. You can only aim. Then you press another button to scan the view to make the invisible enemies visible. And then you shoot them. But you want to shoot them in their weak spot, which is somewhere on their body. And you have to kind of aim close to it to find it. Hmm, and that's, okay. that's the gameplay. And they keep adding all these weird enemies. And they look like mummify, like... Like mummies, but if they were purple and black, kind of, or or blue and black, like they're just have weird colors. It's so bizarre. Uh, so you're playing as the the Killer Seven. So you have a bunch of different personalities to swap into, and they all have different abilities and different weapons and different things they're good at. Like one of them can run real fast, and he's got a uh, lower powered like twin nine millimeter pistols. There's another guy who has grenade launchers. And he's a wrestler. Um, there's this other Mexican stereotype guy who can pick locks and jump real high for no reason. I don't know why he can jump real high. Um, <laughs> there's this girl who has a uh, some kind of pistol that you can zoom in. So she has a scope on it. Uh, and she, her special ability is to either spray blood or absorb blood but whatever. It just looks like she slits her wrist, holds it up in the air and blood Jesus. sprays everywhere. And then, oh my God. and then the wall will disappear. Like, oh, there was a hidden wall here. It's it's just bizarre as hell. Like you're you're uh, walking around and you're visited by the people you killed previously because you're an assassin. Um, and they show up and they have this like uh, ghost voice of like, <laughs> like they just sound so creepy. I can't even do it, but it's so weird. And one of them is this guy in a bondage outfit, and his eyes are sewn shut. It's everything about this game makes no sense as to how it got funded. There's, I, I don't understand how any of this got made. It's just yeah. batshit insane. There's a, another subplot about uh, organ trafficking, like child. Like they would round up children and sell oh their God. organs. I'm like, how is this in a game? <laughs> it's people weren't paying attention back then. They so they weird. didn't keep an eye on games as much as they do now. Yeah, like. It, and the fact that this was one of the Capcom 5 that was originally supposed to be a game, uh, GameCube exclusive, and it's this... Uh, just calling it mature isn't even right. Like, it's just very dark themes throughout. Uh, like, there's straight-up murder. Like, brutal, bizarre murders that happen in it. Um, like, oh early on, one of the... You see someone who's running away, and she's running away from this... The, the heaven smile is what the enemies are. She's running away from one of them, and they blow up when they get to you. She's running away from it, it blows up, and she's just a torso, and her body, like, collapses on the ground, and she's just a torso now. What is this? It's just fucking bizarre, <laughs> man. Um, and I, I don't think the game holds up super well. There's a lot of problems with it. Even at the time, like, IGN gave it a 5, and I remember being very upset when I was 15. <laughs> it's like, how could you give this a 5? Like, Damn you, IGN! Because I was very excited for it, but it, it 
it's just on a sheer how did this happen level, it's so impressive because none of this should have happened. None of it. Yeah. They even contracted outside studios to make anime cutscenes. So it's probably about, um, I don't know, 15 minutes of animated cutscenes in the game for really no reason. Like, I, I couldn't tell you why. They're cool, but I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why you did this. Uh, yeah. It, like, look up any 20 minutes of this game uh, and, and watch it. Just, what, what is happening? Why is any of this happening? It's so cool. And so it just got such a style. It, 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 even though it makes no sense and doesn't necessarily work as well as it thinks it does, it just goes for it. Like, it shoots for the moon, and it gets to Venus, but it really shot somewhere, and you could tell they, they were really, <laughs> they wanted this vision, and it's bizarre. Uh, I, still, I still think this is one of my favorite games just because of that, and it's, it's more, not one of the best games I've ever played, because it's not, but it's one of my favorites because of what it meant to me growing up. Definitely is a lot of that game playing through it now as as someone who's 30 as opposed to someone who's 15 playing it like oh yeah i remember liking that a lot more now it's just kind of dumb <laughs> but it was real cool when i was 15 so cool uh it's also got this amazing soundtrack uh, there's literally a seven minute um kind of like house beat that plays in this room that is takes you two seconds to traverse but it's a seven minute song you can sit there and listen to this like full dance song but you're in the room for two seconds <laughs> like why why none of this makes any sense yeah it's it's fucking crazy i i definitely recommend it's 20 dollars on steam like the steam version's pretty great um i dec- it was recently was it recently remastered it's remastered yeah and the art style okay. really holds up so it's this cell shaded kind of bizarre thing it's notorious to me like because it starts, the game boots up, and it's like Capcom, and then it has this because <laughs> there's a lot of laughing <laughs> in the game, and then it's just and it changes to red and just flashes on the screen, Capcom in red now. It's just so cool. It's got so much style. It's just style for days and days and days. Um, it's really the game that started Suda51 as being yeah. anything. Um, because before this, it was like these nonsense games no one's heard of, like the Silver Case and some other one. Um, this was the game that put him on the map and then it was No More Heroes where it was, oh, this is the Suda games, cool. But this is the game, I think this is the best Suda51 game uh, just because it it feels like he just, there was no reins. There was just do whatever and he did whatever and it was weird. Is it, I mean, it's an on-rails shooter with quasi-adventure game puzzles and every, everyone laughs, and like when you shoot them and you don't kill them on their weak spot, blood just spurts out of them like fountains. It's so <laughs> weird, man. So weird. I really recommend that game if you're into weird shit. <laughs> it's like a history piece. That's awesome. Yeah. So that, uh, I've, I feel like I've, I should have come across that game already. I don't know why I haven't. It's it's kind of well known. You'll hear people talk about it every once in a while because it's a, it was one of the Capcom Five, so that that gave it a lot of a lot more notoriety than it would have had. Um, but it certainly wasn't received. It's very polarizing, uh, it, it, especially now playing it as an actual adult. 
it's like, wow. And I guess it's 15 years later too. So I got to put that into context as well. But mm-hmm. it, it, there's a lot of problems with it, but some of the plot twists and some of the revelations towards the end, if you don't see them coming, it's really cool. And it, you got to give it to it because it just goes there. Um, I would say look up, oh, let me see if I can find it, to, to watch a scene. Like, there's this one animated cutscene that kind of encapsulates it. Let me see. There's this character called uh, Almeida. And basically anything with him, he's like running this weird shadow corporation that's not real. And he has all these worker drones. And he gives this one guy a worker drone, uh, a car, and he just goes into the distance like that's Clements he's gonna drive himself to death what is happening (laughs) and then that guy he's in an astronaut's outfit because he keeps injecting himself with different diseases so he can overcome them and he does but he's like super contagious and then his when he dies he's the head of his astronaut thing pops off his body goes fly this is the animated cutscene it blood spurts everywhere into the sky and then it starts raining this acid disease blood and it kills a bunch hell? of people. It's so weird. Oh my god, it's just it's just insane. The whole game's insane. It's really cool. Hmm. This is a preview of my favorite games. Wild. It's wild. I think I'm gonna have to watch I'm gonna watch a speed run. <laughs> it's still it, I mean it's not like you can speed that much through it. I'm gonna have to check it out. I'm I'm very interested. It, it right like for some reason I think of Kill Bill when you describe it. Honestly, if I were to, I described it when I was 15 as a if Tarantino made a game because it's but from the lens of a 15 year old, you got to remember that. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it does have a lot of that. It just got style, and they they like quippy lines for no reason, and it's cool. It's really there's a lot going on here uh it's really it's really special i don't know if it's amazingly good but it's one of those things that you'd put in a museum not because it's good but just because of how as an art piece how they really did it they really accomplished something here uh should they have done it i don't know probably not but but they did and this is it and it's not objectively good or objectively bad it is a thing that exists and it is a pure artist's vision of some nonsense. <laughs> cool. Damn. Yeah, definitely go look it up. Or look up some of the music too. Some of the music is, is excellent. I wanted to look up the composer. I'm going to find that out. That's it. That's the only game I played. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, other than nitpicking at Pokemon and continuing to play a little bit of Team Fight Tactics, I've been really playing a lot more League of Legends. Um, it's been fun. Oh, this also this composer that did the music for Killer Seven also does the music for uh, Danganronpa. Oh, which Dungan has Rumpa. good music. Yes, Danganronpa. Danganronpa. So does Danganronpa. You know, I wanted to start. Like, I've been thinking about playing through Gears, like, the Gears games again. Sure. Or just playing through them in general. And the only ones that are available to download on, like, Game Pass Ultimate, I think, is 4 and 5. 
the one through three are only available to download on the Xbox. So, well, no, you could download uh, them. Are they not part of Game Pass though? They're not part of Game Pass Ultimate. So, huh? Well, you like, got one. On PC. You got one and four. That's fine. No, it'd be five and four. No, you got one because they remastered one for the Xbox. Oh, but I didn't see it available for download. Dude, I don't know. On PC? Yeah. I don't think it's on PC. Yeah. Anyways, so my thought process here is once I finish finish Ghost of Tsushima, mm-hmm. I'm going to do a little trade with my son because he has the Xbox in his room, and I'm like, well, maybe I can marathon through some of these Gears games if I trade him the PlayStation in the meantime. Mm. It'll give my ears a rest from the jet engines that are propelling through God. it. God. Give me some time to play through some Gears games. There we go. That's good. Yeah. Sounds good to me. I want to play through. Logan and I were playing through the Halo games, and then we stopped. <laughs> so yeah, we stopped in Halo 2. There's still like seven more to get through. I don't know if I'm going to do it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I don't know. About, I don't know. I don't know about uh, Halo. I really, I'm really excited to see what, yeah. what Halo Infinite is. I can't wait. Big hopes. I'm hoping that presentation ends and they just say here's the battle royale beta starts now yeah Fuck yeah god i hope so expectations low let's go let's lower them down yeah i'm i'm more i'm more curious um i just really want to see what xbox has yeah like coming and uh more i just want to see what halo infinite is i like it doesn't you know it's it's gonna be halo but like i just want to see what they're gonna do different i'm not like I don't have high expectations, but also, like, I know they need to do something big. Right. It needs to change a little bit, at least. <laughs> like, <laughs> it needs to do on. something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think next week's episode should be pretty big. Um, oh, yeah. I'm excited. Ooh. We're going to have so much to talk about. Um, and hopefully I would have played some games by then. Ben, anything else you want to say before we launch off this rocket? Nah, let's get out of the rocket. The sun. Or whatever we're doing. All right, it's gonna launch us into the sun. So that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, that's gonna do it for us this week here at the Final Checkpoint Podcast. Thanks again for listening. And of course, if you want to reach out to us, you can find us over at finalcheckpointpod at gmail dot com. You can tweet at me at the Jolness. You can tweet at Ben at Ben Runnings. Yep. You can also hashtag it Final Checkpoint. You can also find us over at thegamefanatics.com. We will catch you guys next week. And I did want to say I was live streaming this on YouTube. It did have a little bit of a hiccup, Ah. like the first 20 minutes. So um, it did not work. (laughs) It it worked like the rest of the time. But um, I think what I'm going to do next week is I'm just going to live stream it on Twitch. And then I'm just going to export that video to um, YouTube because then I don't have to worry about it. Because Twitch, when I... Stream to Twitch, everything works perfectly fine. Where since I'm, I haven't really done much with YouTube, it felt really weird to have to mm. go live on YouTube and then go live on OBS when I just hit go live on OBS and I'm suddenly streaming on Twitch. Huh, so that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm doing something wrong or not, but I don't care. I'm just going to make it easier on <laughs> myself and have less stuff to worry about while I'm recording this. But, anyways, guys, we'll catch you next week. Thank you. For sharing and goodbye and be good and be wear good. your mask. Yes, wear a mask. I'll wear it the right way. Face, not like half your nose 
or yeah. like on your chin. You don't breathe through your chin. <laughs> if you have multiple chins, get multiple, multiple masks. masks for all your chins. One per chin yeah. is what the doctors say. I heard. <laughs> oh, how many? Sorry. How many would Jabba the Hutt have? <laughs> giant mask. He's just wearing a giant curtain. It's this giant mask. Oh God. Oh man. All right. We're out of here. All Goodbye. Right.